Let's get back to Sports and Torts with David Spada and Elliot Harris on TalkZone.com. On the phone, we have Pro Football Hall of Famer, former Pittsburgh Panther and New Orleans Saint. He also told a little with the San Francisco 49ers, Ricky Jackson. How you doing, Mr. Jackson? I'm doing just fine. How are you doing today? Great. You played football in college with my favorite player of all time, Dan Marino. What was that like? I'll tell you what, man. He was a great guy. He's still a great guy, and he's one of the best friends I ever had. How did you end up going to college in Pittsburgh? Well, I was down in uh, Florida, and uh, Pittsburgh was national championship. You know, they won all the games. They were on TV all the time. So, you know, that was great for me. And you had a great then the Miami, the, the Miami and the Florida State and Florida, they wasn't, they wasn't, you know, that hot back then when I came out of seven to seven, you know. And you guys had a better quarterback with Dan Marino than uh, Jim Kelly down there in Miami. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, Dan came in. Uh, we had recruited Dan my junior year. And he, he lived with me. And, uh, I'll tell you what, man, we had a lot of great times. We used to, Dan uh, went to college. He used to come down to uh, Florida and be with me all the time. That defense was just loaded. They had you and about, what, five, six other pro football uh, players on that team. No, they had way more than that, man. We had like about uh, 13, 14 guys get drafted off of that uh, as we came out that year. So we had a lot of them to make the NFL that year. And, uh, man, Russ Fair went in the Hall of Fame together. You know, we come out of, we come out of that four years together. So, you know, you don't see stuff like that too often. Russ told me that Jackie Sherrill kept switching positions, making guys on offense and defense and vice versa. He didn't know where he was playing. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, Russ, Russ uh, he could have he did it all, you know what I mean? But uh, he, he settled for playing, and he was, uh, he was a low. They could not mess with him. I think he was the best he was the best lineman I, I, I ever uh, seen, you know, as far as being around and being with. I mean, the linebackers are pretty good, too. It was what, you and, you and Hugh Green? Oh yeah, I think he, he was the best college, one of the best college players I ever played. You know, I mean, everybody talk about a lot of people, but for him to come in second for the Heisman in college and defense back then, that was pretty strong. You know, what was Jackie Sherrill like as a coach? Well, Jackie was uh, a coach. He was a great guy. You know, everybody liked him. I cared for him a lot. You know, he was uh, one of those guys that he was for the players. You know, what I mean, and uh, if you did your job good. And Jackie really, you know, he was more like Nick Saban. You know, he tried to always keep a, a good team, you know, and keep a lot of good guys together. So I, I, I see a guy, Nick Saban, being like, like, just like Jackie. And Nick keep a lot of good guys around him. How hard was it not winning the national championship at Pittsburgh? Well, real hard because, I mean, every year, you know, you go two years in a row, you know, you go 11 and one. And uh, it was really hard. But I mean, you know, but it was just something that, you know, one game a year kind of got to us, and, you know, we stayed around the top five, you know, every year, you know, so you couldn't, you know, it wasn't bad. You know, you hate to lose, and, you know, we, we struggled with losing. Didn't never want to lose, so I think we got to it. We didn't know supposed to lose. But every year, you know, for about three years there, one game did us, and kind of, you know, knocked us out of being where we wanted to be at. And, you know, you probably don't forget who those teams were that beat you. Yeah, Florida State beat us and North Carolina beat us. So, you know, that's the, you know, my junior North Carolina, my senior Florida State. You know, we lost one game a year to those teams that, you know, we should have, that we should have easily beat, you know. Oh, exactly. Carter, both teams caught us down when it was real hot. And, uh, 
And, and you know, we, we didn't play that well. A lot of turnovers. Do you think your best game in college was a Gator Bowl? Yeah, that was my best game in college was the Gator Bowl. I mean, I had a lot of good games at the Gator Bowl. They were looking at Hugh Green and uh, George Rogers. And I had a chance to show, you know, my skills and my talent. So I said that was a game that really, you know, had people looking at, you know, somebody else on the other side. You know, people up in the East, they always know they have somebody on the other side. But to see, for the world, a good chance to see it, you know, that was a, a marquee game, you know. And then your MVP of the East-West game. Yeah, so I, I mean, you know, that took off from there. You know, I mean, everybody knew that. I mean, Lawrence Taylor always, you know, he always, you know, knew that I was real good, and you know, you know, we was good friends and stuff. But a lot of people just waiting to see what happened. You know, a lot of times when you're in college, you really don't know what a guy gonna turn out to be. I mean, just like you said, all these guys now, some of them you think gonna be superstars, end up ain't panning out in the pros. You know, so it's, it's a whole different ball game when you get to the NFL. Yeah, because you and Lawrence Taylor were the premier linebackers of the '80s. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, you know, they, they, a lot of people know that Lawrence was gonna be there, but you know, they didn't know, you know, exactly how far I was gonna, that's where I was gonna get, you know. Did you know where you get drafted, or was it basically you had no idea? Well, you know, a lot of them I was gonna get drafted late first round, early second round. So my thing was. I was playing basketball when they, uh, when I got drafted. I didn't, uh, I didn't know it. I was, uh, out playing basketball when I got drafted because I didn't, uh, I said, well, I would take me. I didn't take me, but I was going to stay home trying to wait to see where I go at. In New Orleans, had a pretty good draft at your, uh, you had, uh, George Rogers as part of that draft too, right? Oh, yeah, we had George Rogers, Frank Warren, Jim Wilkes, uh, Hobie Brennan, Hobie Gaston. You know, we had, we had a lot of them, man. We had Gene Gladys, we had so many guys, Johnny Poole. They, they made the team. Russ Gary was drafted second round. So we had, a, we had a lot of good players back then with drafted, you know. And you had a new coach in Bun Phillips who just passed right. away. What was he like? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, you know, he, he was a fair coach. And, uh, one thing Bond did, I mean, even you can tell he was a player coach, but he brought Leon Gray and Ken Stable and all those guys in, Earl Cameron and who he had over with him with Houston. I mean, so a lot of those guys were finished, but Bond felt like he could take a year or two with him and win with him, so he brought them over. So you played in all 16 games your rookie season. You were rookie of the year. Do you say, you know what, this is easy here? Yeah, it was easy from day one. I mean, coming out of Pittsburgh, you know, you – uh we 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 was ready, you know. We we came out of there ready to play. You know, I mean, we had such a great practice, such a great team. You know, you went against some of the best guys in the country when you were that pit. You know, and Mike Miller was the first round pick. He went like the tenth pick with uh Indianapolis that year. So we had a lot of great running backs. We went against going against uh Russ Grimm and Mark May and all those guys and practice, man. Yeah, you know, you had a lot of hogs. Uh, Jimbo Corbin. We had a lot of guys you went against who was good. You know, those guys were great football players you went against. So, you know, if you can beat those guys, you know, you're going to be able to do good in pro. Everybody says that that New Orleans linebacking group was probably the best in NFL history. Do you agree? Yeah, I agree. I mean, not only that, you know, I mean, anytime they vote you as the best, you know, something. The only thing we didn't do, we didn't have a championship. Everything else we had, had all anchored, all four of them went to the Pro Bowl. That would never happen again. And, uh, you know, we had everything except the uh, Hall of Fame, uh, except the, uh, 
the championship. You know, we're there, we're there wearing the Super Bowl, and you know, everybody, everybody think that you ain't great unless you win the Super Bowl. You know, so we didn't win that. That's why a lot of people, you know, but you came down to the Super Bowl to play us. Those four guys sometimes are gonna get you. You're gonna get your bell wrong. So, you know, I I I I think we had the best group of guys that you know that you can put together. I mean, it was you, Pat Swilling, Mills. You were loaded. Yeah, Von Johnson was the other guy. Yeah, Von Johnson. Then, you know, like I feel like that's you know, that uh, San Francisco. You know, they make me think of you know they, they got a lot of guys kind of similar to what we was. You know. And then they got the same coach that we have, Vic Fangio. So, you know, they do a lot of things with those guys that, that we did, you know, back in the days. And they're still doing it today, you know, and, and, and it's worked. Oh, it did. I mean, you, the other linebacking core everybody talked about from the 80s were the Giants with Harry Carson and Lawrence Taylor and Carl Banks. But, again, you had a 3-4, which you had four dominant guys. Yeah, and uh, those, those guys, they played a different system. You know, they played a system where they was trying to – they don't have four guys up front to do the, the most time. But we had three guys up front. So our linebacker had to fill in and, and uh, do a lot of stuff. Plus, I mean, you know, Bill Parcell had a, a, a great coaching staff. They did good up there, you know what I mean? And they won the Super Bowl a couple of times. So they got their potential with Carl Banks and LT and, and, and Harry Carlson, you know. And then they got two of them in the Hall of Fame. LT and Aaron Carlson. So they had, they had great linebackers too. You know, I even look at the Bears. The Bears have a pretty good linebacker. Oldest Wilson, Marshall, and Singletary. You know, they had pretty good linebackers too. But I think overall, we was more physical and, and, and faster, you know, made more plays. I mean, yeah, you guys were able to stop the run and also rush the passer where the Giants, I mean, Lawrence Taylor was basically a pass, pass rusher and Harry Carson was towards the end of his career. Well, we can cover too, you know. I mean, you know, one thing about uh, us guys, all us, you know, we was cover guys too, you know. I mean, this wasn't, you know, one dimension, you know, and that was great, you know. I mean, uh, I think I was a better run player than than uh, than most guys, but we were great pass cover guys too. You finished your career with 136 sacks, eight interceptions. I mean, for a linebacker to get that many sacks is incredible in a three-four, especially. Well, you know, I used to look at it, you know, that's why, you know, you used to look at it and what they was going by all the while, you know, what guys did. You got to look at the uh, titles that I had. You know, I had over a thousand or something titles. I look at that more than anything and, and playing 200 and some games, you know. I mean, I look at that more than than the sacks and stuff, you know what I mean? People talk about the sacks, but you look how many games you played in, and, 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 you know, that, that, that meant more to me. Having eleven hundred and something tackles over a career, I mean, you ain't gonna find that too often, you know. No, exactly. I mean, to get that many tackles, you have to be almost a middle linebacker. <laughs> right. So that 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 that's the kind of stuff that counts to me the most. And like Bruce Smith said, I mean, it's tough to get sacks in a three-four. I mean, because the defensive linemen there are getting double teamed, whereas if you're playing in a four-three, it's a lot easier. Um. I'm around the corner a lot. The Superdome, you couldn't hear the snap down. You couldn't hear nothing. And we got to the front to what the fans did, too, you know, being so loud, you know. Is there one game that stands out in your career as your best game? Uh, probably playing against uh, I'm playing against Atlanta. You know, Atlanta was trying to beat us, and uh, I had about four sacks that day. And the last drive, they were coming down to beat us, and uh, I jumped off and back of the quarterback and ended up winning the game. So, you know, Atlanta, 
was always Atlanta, you know, uh, a team that I wasn't trying to get at 49 Atlanta and Rams, you know, our, our division games. What made you go to San Francisco to finish your career? Super Bowl. And Eddie D was a great owner and stuff, you know, and he let me know exactly, you know, what I can expect and stuff. And then he had always stuck older players at the end of his career and gave him a couple more years. And then I to practice a whole lot, then I to do a whole lot. Got a chance to get prepared for the game and stuff. So it was a different difference in ownership with New Orleans versus San Francisco. Well, yeah, I mean, it wasn't an idea different ownership. It was just the idea that when my time was up with New Orleans, they didn't want me no more. You know, Coach Moore had kind of took over then, and uh, he kind of got rid of me and Juan Sam. In fact, you know, he wanted to throw, you know, younger guys. They want, they want us guys no more, so we had to go somewhere else, you know. So what, everybody left. And your coach with San Francisco is what, George Seifert? Right, George Seifert. And what was that like? I mean, you said it was more easy going. Oh yeah, more easy going. I mean, you know, we had, you know, plus you had a lot of older guys who was went there for the Super Bowl. You know, I mean, you look at that team we had. You know, we went there for the Super Bowl. And that was a that built a Super Bowl team. Should have won it two years in a row. You know, man, playing with Ken Norton and Gary Palmer. You know, all those guys were great guys. You know, them Merck Hank, Tim McDonough, Eric Davis. So we had a lot of great guys. You know, I mean, buying young stubborn field. Man, we had so many great guys on that team. So that was an all-star team. Oh, exactly. I mean, Richard Dent finished his career. That ain't count. That ain't count. Well, Richard got hurt that year. He tore his knee up. That ain't count the offensive guys, you know, who we had. I, you know, they ain't talking about Richard Walter and Jerry Wright and Steve Young. That group was William Floyd, man. You ain't talking about those guys. Did you so practice we just, against? You know, we had an all-star team. Did you practice against Jerry Rice, or did the first team not play against the first team defense? Yeah, no, we're out of the box against against Jerry Rice now. No, we're out of the box against them too much. I mean, they went against Dion then, you know, a lot of one on one drill and stuff, but we didn't we didn't have to, you know, we didn't have to do a whole lot against each other. I definitely beating each other up. Do you think Jerry Rice was the best player in NFL history? Yeah, I would say I would say he in the top three. I would definitely say he in the top three. I mean, you know, I I, I look at other guys, uh, I definitely would say he was in the he was in the top three. Who would the other two be? Well, you know, I really, I really, for a moment, I really liked it the way I really liked Earl Campbell for for a moment. I think Earl Campbell was a was a low. I mean, for the years that you know that he played, I think he ran the ball. He kind of really so. But they had so many great ones, man. I mean, you know, just look like guys. Man, I, 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 just hard to say. But I think, I, you know, just out a couple of guys, you know, that was, that was really great in their position, you know what I mean? And Jerry Rice is one. Uh, you know, I like the girl and, uh, Walter Page, you know, but, you know, they, they're some great guys. You know, even them come along, all them guys are great guys, you know? Oh, exactly. I mean, most people say it's either Jerry Rice or Jim Brown as the top two. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of people say that, you know, uh, you know, Joe, Joe Montana, Daniel, you know, all those guys, man, all those guys were great. It's hard to, it's hard to pick one. I look at it, I look at uh, me and Joe Green, man, every time I see him, he looks like he still was late today. So, you know, there's a whole lot of great guys. I got a chance to always watch Jack Lamb and Jack Ham. So I've seen a whole lot of, it's just hard to tell who was, who was great, you know, all of them were great. Who did you model yourself after? What player? Yeah, Jack Ham. I'm more, I think Jack Ham more than anybody. I started Jack Ham more. Jack Ham was this guy. I always, 
The only difference I was married to Jack Hamm was I was, I was a pass rusher with everything else. When did you know when it was time to retire? I retired for 15 years, and I got 15 years in, and I thought about going back for you, and I, I just quit. I can, uh, I actually 15 and got that in, and that was enough. How did you feel when you found out you got inducted into the Hall of Fame? So, yeah. How did you feel when you found out you were being named to the Hall of Fame? Well, I mean, it was late. I mean, I should have been picked a lot earlier. You know, you look at my stats and some of the guys who were in there, I know that I should have been in there a long time ago. But, you know, I, I, I said to myself this morning, I was just thinking that, you know, guys, sometimes, you know, when other people got your faith in the end, you don't really know how it's going to come out. So you just have to thank God for just getting and I was just thinking that this morning. But even though you know you deserve to get in and you should have been in a long time ago, that's still, you know, you don't have no faith on that, so you don't have no decision on that. So you just have to get in whenever they let you in. Oh, you're right. Chris Dolman, they made him wait. They made Richard Dent wait. They made a lot of these guys wait. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're making other guys wait now. You know what I mean? Look at Tim Brown. He waits. You know, you look at uh, Bettersdam, you know, and you look at... Uh, Charles Haley. Charles uh, Haley waiting all on that, my... Uh, Look at Kevin Green. Now, what, 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 what makes you make Kevin Green wait? Kevin Green, uh, one of the best in the world besides me and LT, and he waiting. I mean, I don't understand that. I mean, you put LT, me, and Kevin Green right there on us. So I don't know, you know, why, why they make Kevin Green wait. And then, uh, Robert Brazil had nine or ten Pro Bowl. Why Robert Brazil waiting all the years? Robert Brazil was better than me and LT. Rob Brazil was the best we've seen. That's what we're talking about game after Rob Brazil. So why he waiting all these years? No, Tell it's... That. Now, Rob Brazil was who me and LT wanted to be like. So no. now why he waiting? No, you're exactly right. It makes absolutely well, I mean, no sense. You know, come on. All right. I mean, who did it better than Rob Brazil? I mean, how many Pro Bowls he had? I mean, he had more Pro Bowls than I had and all the rest of the guys had. So, I mean, why, why are they doing them like that? So, you know, I mean, you can't, you know, what can you say? He ain't got no decision. He ain't got no choice. And they act like they left a guy about him. Now they're trying to get the kicker, the pointer in from the Raiders. Guy, uh, they're trying to get him in. The great pointer used to be for the Raiders. He should have been here. Yeah, he was the best pointer in NFL history. history. I mean, he changed the game. I mean, you know, so, you know, those guys vote, man. They don't really, sometimes they're football guys, you know. So you don't look for them to know what they should know. But the only thing about it is they went off and they got to be sports writers and beat writers and all that. So they get a chance to have a say-so over something that they don't even know, they really know nothing about all the time. So I just look at it and say, you know, thank God that you got in and you keep moving. That's the only thing you can do. But for them to hold Robert Brazil and Kevin Green out like they're doing, I mean, they just, they just don't, don't make no sense. Jerry Kramer of the Packers, the great lineman, they made that guy wait. He was one of the top players of all time. Now, see, I don't know those guys as much. You know, I mean, I know Hannah and uh, Munoz and all those guys, you know, but you know, I don't know none of those guys, but I know the linebackers. I know who who I thought that I wanted to tell my game at, and I thought who was kind of similar to me. You know what I mean? I, I, I know that. I know who was good in that area, you know. Don't get, Wil- don't get Wilbur Marshall started. He says that Singletary was the third best linebacker in their team behind him and uh, Otis Wilson. Well, I mean, that's what I'm trying to tell you, man. But they put guys in, they put guys in who who they like and who the, who the coaches, you know, get publicity and stuff to. It's four letters. Long time, long time, the best guy don't get in, you know. 
It's ESPN. If you look at these guys getting in the last several years, they're all ESPN guys. Well, no, no, no. All those guys who you know that I work for a TV station, you know what I mean? They got first chance of getting in. I mean, you give a TV job, they're going to get you in because the TV people, they know the reporters and they know, you know, they call and cut for you with man, football. It's just getting a bit joke the way, uh, way some guys get in and the stuff that they do to get in, you know? I mean, I have guys that get me petition and all that to try to get me to sign stuff for them to get in and help them get in and all that. I didn't do none of that. My thing was, if they put me in, they put me in, they didn't, I didn't worry about it. What upset me this year, I was at the hall for the second time for that gold jacket dinner, is when ESPN, Rich Eisen kept saying, Warren Sapp, my guy, the greatest defensive lineman in history. I'm like, you know what? He wasn't the best oh, lineman oh, in history. <laughs> man, that was a bunch of I look at all that junk, man. That's a bunch of hogwash. I mean, you tell me, he much uh Strahan. He ain't got a hundred and he ain't got a hundred and some such. Man, Strahan, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't keep them guys out from the stuff they did, man. No. But I, I don't worry about it no more. I kind of passed that stage with it, you know. So now you got your foundation that keeps you pretty busy. Yeah, well, that's what I do. I mean, you know, now we're starting a school here, you know, from, uh, you know, getting after uh, school, uh, got kids and stuff, you know, that, that you're trying to start recording and all that music and stuff. So, you know, that's the stuff that you're trying to do now. You're trying to take a different approach to life and try to help people, you know. Exactly, because I'm sure you had a lot of help along the way. Oh, well, yeah, I had a lot of help along the way, you know. You know, coming from... Look, I hope your town I come from, you know, you know. Who was the toughest guy you went up against? Toughest guy I went up against, uh, probably Jackie Slater. What made him so Jackie. tough? I mean, he played 20 something years, you know, he gave me a battle, you know what I mean? He was a guy that if I knew I beat, I was, I, I, I was doing good, so I always worked to get ready to, 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 to try to beat him, because I know he was going you know, Tough one to get fight. Well, the rules were tough too. You know, I used to go get him in practice. He was pretty tough too. But that was about the best too. Jack Slater and Willie Rose. And then Willie won in the Hall of Fame two years ago, which was nice. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, we got uh, we got a ring of honor here. Uh, the Cowboys game, me and him and Archie Manning won the ring of honor. But no one thanks. could take that from you. You were the first uh, member of the Saints to go in the Hall of Fame. Right, they can't never take that away. They can take a lot of things away, but they can't run down with that one. Another great show today, Elliot. Incredible. I'm, I don't know how you found Jennifer Runyon, but you did, and, and that was a delight. Ricky Jackson was an uh, excellent interview as well. I'm David Spade along with my co-host Elliot Harris, and thanks for listening to Sports and Torts here on TalkZone.com.